Hola amiga, welcome back. I have a new episode for you today and it is completely different, I think, from other episodes in the sense that I did not prepare for it and I just happened to be in the right place at the right time and met this amazing, wonderful Alexia Bernes and we call her Lexi on the podcast. I happen to be helping out with the other um, podcast that I help on with, uh, Keys for Life. Shout out to Keys for Life. (laughs) Um, And she was one of their guests there. And I just wanted to share her story on here because it is so incredibly moving to hear someone go through what she went through and still come out of it with a stronger faith, more encouragement, and just bold and who God has called her to be. She's a wonderful daughter, wife, mother, and just advocate in her community. And you will just hear the presence of God in her voice. I was, like I said, 100% moved by her story and I wanted to come on here and share it with you all. So I won't give away all the amazing nuggets that she gives in just a brief 20-30 minutes that I have her on this episode. But please just listen. I pray that the Holy Spirit is just moving in your life as you get to hear how heartbreak and heartache can strengthen your faith. And I hope that she inspires you to just take a look at your own faith journey and where you're at and be blessed by it. I am so, so incredibly blessed to have met her myself, and I know you will be too. So enjoy. Hola amiga, welcome to the Amiga Arise podcast. I'm Priscilla Gomez, your host and hopefully an amiga for a journey of learning, growing, and thriving. I'm a licensed clinical therapist with a trauma history of my own, but I was transformed by the call that God has placed on my life. And I'm here to share how the clinical world taught me how to begin my healing process, but ultimately only God was able to heal the darkest areas of my past. Amiga, I know you are smart, driven, successful, and ambitious, but yet there seems to be something missing. You might be wondering why peace and joy are lacking in your life. Amiga, welcome. I can bet you have walked through some dark paths yourself, and maybe you're wondering if God is even real or why suffering exists or what your true purpose is here on earth. Amiga, I hear you. But if you're ready to take a deeper look, find freedom, and step into flourishing God's way, I'm here to lend a helping hand as you step into your healing and your faith-filled life. So open up that journal, pop in those AirPods, and take a deep breath. We're about to embark on a beautiful journey of arising to your true self. Hola amiga, welcome back. I am so excited you are here. As you heard last time, I was interviewed by my good friend Brittany Wilson and you got to hear a little bit about my story about getting back into church and how that one invite really just transitioned my entire life and that's because God showed up and I'm just so excited to come back on from my hiatus. I still have yet to tell you all what happened, what was going on and um, I think what God has been speaking to me about that month is valuable and it's important and I'll come back but Something really cool and exciting happened. As you all know, I also help another podcast. They just launched a few months ago. And I actually want to have some of them on as guests on my podcast. (laughs) There's a lot of ideas flowing. But I happen to be 
at their recording studio. <laughs> They're over here laughing away because it is an adorable spot where we get to record. Um, but one of their guest speaker was on and her name is Alexia Brennis. We call her Lexi. So, and it's my first time meeting her. And I just said, you know what? You're here, you're in the perfect spot. Let's record one for Amiga Arise. And she was so gracious to say yes. So welcome, Alexi. Alexia. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, it's so exciting. Guys, so this is kind of a first time for me. I'm going on a whim here and I'm just kind of free-flowing, asking questions because I was so intrigued by your story. And I wanted to, to say, okay, I can see the light of God and the anointing he has on your life. And I was like, okay, we need to have her on and ask her a little bit about her faith background and journey and what that was like for you. Yeah. So um, my mother, single mother, uh, my father was in and out of prison and I didn't really have a foundational relationship with him. Mm -hmm. And um, my mom was in and out of church. She had just discovered Christ when I was probably around, you know, three or five years old. And uh, she was born and raised Catholic. So it was my grandparents who had a huge role in my life were Catholic and they were very, um, you know, pray. They they definitely taught me, you know, praying and and all that is important. And so my mom as a single parent kind of went through her journey of her faith Mm -hmm. and what that looked like you know, coming from a place of brokenness and, you know, trying to achieve that healing and wholeness. So um, my faith kind of was, you know, that was my example. So um, in a book that I read, uh, Making Peace with Your Past, it's actually a workbook. It's a really great book. Um, It talks about how a child, when they see their parents, oftentimes that will be how they view God. Mm. So if you have a father that broke promises to you a lot, you're often going to feel that God is going to break promises to you that he's made, which is not true because God is not a a man that shall lie, right? Yeah. So we know that um, when we stop looking at God as you know, maybe some mistakes that our parents made mm. and we look at God for who he really is, then we can really break the mindset that we have that religion or maybe faith is not for you. Wow. So for me, um, that kind of happened throughout my life. You know, mm-hmm. I went through a lot of different uh, journeys and different struggles like we all, I'm sure, have gone through. And each time my faith just continued to build and become deeper and greater to another level that I didn't know I was capable of. So that's kind of a little bit about my faith. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah. Um, I've shared on here that I grew up Catholic and, um, no shame or, or, you know, on, on the Catholic background, right. It built a foundation for me as well. Um, and that prayer life when it's, when it's there, it's just so beautiful to see it, that dependency on that. And I love what you said about the, sometimes the examples we have of our parents, broken promises onto us we start to believe that that's what god is yeah and we have to break that off Mm -hmm. what were some examples or how did you begin to experience the fullness of god's goodness in your life well i think for me um like i said in the in the other uh podcast Mm -hmm. was um 
the one of the worst parties I've been to was a my own pity party, <laughs> and I think that it it's it just speaks to um, again the mindset. And so when you're viewing your parents, for example, as maybe you feel like they could have did more, yeah. or they could have did things differently, or you know, they could have been there when they weren't there, mm-hmm. or whatever your circumstance may yeah. be. When you when you view that and you kind of live in that, and sometimes a lot of it is unforgiveness when you choose to not forgive, you know, what took place because we don't know where they were, we don't know what they were going through or yeah. experiencing, and so we can't really hold that over their heads. You know, sometimes we have to release them, and sometimes we have to relinquish that that frustration or that anger that we may have and give it to God because that's the only place that we can we can be safe is yeah. when we give it to God, right? Um, but for me, I think what really helped me realize, um, you know, that that breaking off that mindset of like, oh, okay, like my parents and my God, and my God are two different yeah. separate entities, right? Um, was when I had to go through support group and I had a really deep dive into why I feel the way I feel, how I feel the mm-hmm. way I feel, um, and then understand now it's time for Lexi to take accountability for Lexi. Yeah. And now it's time for me to release my parents, mm. you know, in all of their, their human ways, yeah. right? Because at the end of the day, I make mistakes just as much as they, they yeah. made mistakes and release them and say, what am I going to do different? And how am I going to impact you know, my childhood experience by living the adulthood that I would be proud of. Wow. Yeah. So good. And I I think you even said on the, you know, on the other episode (laughs) podcast that we were talking about, um, we can get in the mindset of blaming our parents. Yeah. And until you can come to a point and say, okay, my parents did the best they could with what they had. Absolutely. And taking accountability for my life from this point forward right is breaking off that victim mentality and yeah. into that victor mentality that yeah. you were talking about right that we were um created and for that victory through god and yeah, yeah so understanding that jesus came down f- just as much for my sins as quote unquote the biggest sinner on, on the world right <laughs> yeah. like we, we can often yeah. compare ourselves like oh i'm not as bad as that but it's yeah. like no <laughs> Yeah. Maybe that entitlement and that pride there is yeah. something yeah. to take Absolutely. a look at. Um, and I heard you say something earlier while we were in between um, episodes is that there can be an anger that comes in because of that blame and resentment. Yeah. And it is, it was vivid in my life. Like, and mm. I masked it so well with the pretty smile and yes, ma'am, no, sir. People would have wow. never known, but the anger that was like boiling inside me because I had this righteousness, like people don't, like they just don't get it. You know, oh, I know yeah. better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, totally. totally. And, but, but for some people that anger can come out in your face and kind of mm-hmm. in aggression. And you were yeah. talking about, you would, you would show up to church like that sometimes. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, one of the things I tell my kids, cause I, I have five kids. So, um, I tell my kids It is absolutely okay to be angry. It is okay. The Bible, God gave us this emotion, you know, for reason and purpose. And that's okay to be angry. It is not okay 
to sin in your anger. Mm. So what I was doing was disrespecting the house of the Lord. Wow. And when I would come in, you know, full of rage, because Mm -hmm. rage is not, right? That is not an emotion that God gave us. Yeah. So rage is something that's violent. Yeah. So when I would come in and and somebody would be so gracious and so kind to greet me and I would be all grumpy and I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not here for people. When, when I would do that, that was sinful. And I had to understand that Lexi, it's okay to be angry. Yeah. It's okay. You can be angry. And and at that moment in my life, it was a survival yeah. mechanism. Yep. I was in serve. I, I I learned that I could not trust people. Yeah. And so anytime somebody would say something kind to me, I felt as if, what is it that you want from me? Mm-hmm. I felt like it was all flattery. You know, I didn't know how to take a compliment because I felt like it was manipulation. Yeah. You know, and so when I had to realize that, and I would come to church and I would be so mean every time and they would still be nice. <laughs> and what would happen are kind, it, yeah. you know, nice, not nice, but kind. Yeah. And when they, when they continued to just deposit God's love yeah. into me, it little by little was breaking off that exterior that I had built up for so many years. So for me, it's okay to be anger, angry. It's not okay to commit sin in any emotion. Wow. You know, and even with sadness, I think yeah. that, you know, sometimes we get so sad and in a state of sorrowness and we start, you know, making decisions that we're not going to get out of bed mm. and we're just going to slumber into laziness mm. and we have to break free from that, you know, because that's, that's not okay either, yeah. you know, and Sometimes, you know, I, I know that we had um, one of the ladies here and she was saying, you know, the five second rule and just do it. Yeah. And, and that is true, you know, just do it. But also partnership with Christ. Yeah. You need to partnership with God and say, God, I can't do it. Can you do it? Yeah. You know, I need you to come in. Holy Spirit, come in, fill me. Give me the energy I need today because I, I just can't. I can't today. And sometimes the littlest things, you know, you get up and you do it. And yeah. so no matter what the emotion is, have your emotion, go through your emotion. Don't stay stuck in your emotion and don't sin in your emotion. I love that. You, Man, there's so much wisdom in everything you said. Like, <laughs> like you're going to have to pause, rewind the last like two <laughs> minutes and listen again because, the, you know, and, and this is some stuff that I've, I've said before, but the way you've... Um, just stated it, I think there's a lot of truth to be taken from that in terms of God didn't give us rage. He did give us anger to be able to process through some of the things that that even makes God angry. He doesn't like to see injustices and oppression over his people. But how to navigate that and and rise in that, regardless of what you've been through, God came down for that. Right. And he says... I still love you and I need you to, I need you to get up and and put on some shoes. uh, Pastor Kathy was talking about earlier and, and fight the good fight. Yeah. And fight it with the love that I'm giving you as my Mm -hmm. sword. And when you do that, you experience that at church with the the members that were greeting you, regardless of how you, you know, that Mm -hmm. is a simple act and such a beautiful one that's saying, Hey, we see you absolutely past what you're coming with. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what yeah. God does, right? Like whatever you've gone through, I see you. Yeah. And I've been with you 
even when you thought I wasn't or far from you. Right. Right. That's when I was the closest to you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so what I hear you say through your story, too, is like you actually went through steps to say, OK, I'm I'm I'm, I'm angry or there's th- these things, but I'm actually still walking through it. Yeah. And I'm not staying here. Yeah. And that, <laughs> it's taking that next step, just even if it's small, even if it's subtle, it's it's like turning a dial right yeah. on a lock box or whatever. It's like it's that next click. Absolutely. And you're like, OK, OK, I don't know it all. I don't see it all. I don't understand it all. But God, I'm going to allow you to step in and show me. Right. And. And I know a lot of my listeners may not know a whole lot about what it feels like to to hear from the Holy Spirit. And you just said like allowing the Holy Spirit to to take the presence in your life and to take to take the steering wheel and say, yeah, I'm willing to follow you regardless of my full understanding of it or not. Yeah. And that's what trusting in that experience is like. One of the things that you talked about in your story in the other episodes that stood out to me I'm sure it stands out to a lot of people (laughs) and it stood out to you, but paralyzed for three years. Yeah. What was that like for your faith? It was profound. It was profound because if you knew anything about me prior to being paralyzed, you knew that I was a bit of a control freak. So I had to control everything and having five kids, everything had to be in order, organized, Um, You know, I took all my kids to school, sports, picked up my husband from work, you know, had to make dinner at a specific time, had to make sure they were bathed and, you know, everything, every minute of the day was accounted for. And so um, I was just always on the go. And not only that, moreover, for my siblings or for my extended family, Mm -hmm. um, I was like the crisis hotline. (laughs) So so, I know that one. Yeah. So it was like something happened and it was boom, you know, and some of my siblings um, are single parents. And so it's really difficult, Mm. you know, um, for them. So making sure their kids are getting to school and, you know, we're we're a community of of family and making sure that we're all taking care of as a whole. And we're all, you know, we have those bonds. Right. So um, for me, prior than having that experience where I could not move from my neck down, Um, yeah, I felt very out of control, (laughs) you know, because I would sit in my bed. Well, my husband would have to carry me and put me in the bed and I would sit and I would stare. Couldn't move. If I, if I, if he put me at a wrong angle and I fell over, like leaned over, um, I would stay in that position until he would be able to come and find me and then move me into another position. So, um, it's very helpless. And then I was so weak. I couldn't eat. Like my jaw could not open and close. So it wasn't like I could even scream for help. You know what I mean? It wasn't like I could ring a bell, you know, couldn't move. So I would look at the door like Lexi, you can do it. Get up, get up. You can do it. Go walk to that door right now. And Every day, it felt like the door was getting further and further away. It's not, you know, it was just like little things like that. So the mental, the emotional, you know, and the spiritual of like, God, I know you're going to heal me. I know you're going to do it. Like, can you do it now, though? (laughs) You know, (laughs) like do it in my timing, you know, and who the doctors told me six months, you're going to have atrophy. So what that means is basically you will lose complete 
movement. You don't use it, you lose it, your body dies off, right? So you will never walk again, you will never use your arms again after six months. So I made it my personal mission to like, I mean, I sprained my ankle trying to get out the wheelchair. I, you know, so many different things that I tried to force happen and it just wouldn't happen. And so um, just thinking back at, you know, my journey, like I didn't even like to be around mirrors because I didn't want to see myself in that way because Mm. I didn't want confirmation of of being stuck in that. Mm -hmm. So after six months, when I was still paralyzed, I was angry. I was super angry. Yeah, I had got movement back in my arms, but it wasn't the healing I wanted. Mm. I, I It wasn't enough for me. And sometimes we can say that to God and we can say, God, thank you for this little bit you've gave me. Thank you for the ability to eat this food, but it's just not enough. And that is where I kind of found myself where I had to check myself a lot and say, God, you are enough. I am enough. You know, I am here. The doctors were telling me you have you're you're gonna die, Lexi, and you have to say goodbye to your kids, and you need to prepare a will, and you need to do all these things. And so every day, I had to come back and say, "What does God say I am?" Mm. And then I would have to have conversations with my kids about you know whether I'm healed here on earth or there in heaven. You know I am healed. You're gonna know I am healed. And you're not lacking or losing anything. Mm. And so that was a hard trial for them to have to experience. And so the experience of me being paralyzed from the neck down was so profound because it taught me no matter what happens, no matter how deep into the waters you go, you do not lose sight of who God called you to be. So for me, it was, it was, very, it was very empowering because I had to let go of control. I had to let go of the idea of what I thought being a mom was, because it wasn't about that. It was about me praying and interceding and and covering my kids through prayer and covering my marriage through prayer because I knew that if I had to die here on this earth and be reborn in heaven, that I was leaving. It wasn't about me dying. I was never afraid of death. I was afraid of leaving my husband and leaving my children. And that fear drove me to an intimate place with Christ. And so I had to pray and say, God, I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know what it is that you have in store for me, but watch over my husband for his mind, for his heart, for his emotions, for my kids, for their their journey, you know, because it, it's being without a parent is, I don't wish it on anybody. And especially when you know your parent and you have a relationship with your parent and they're taken from you, it can be very traumatic, you know, but the Bible says that God is the father to the fatherless. Mm -hmm. So you're never without, just like I was never without, just like my kids will never be without. So yeah, it was very profound. My faith grew a lot in my experience. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing such a beautiful part of your story and your testimony and um i think for listeners right it's like i have this profound moment that things happen for me um god was working the entire time but in in the christian community in the quote-unquote religious community it could be like oh um i grew up this way or whatever right but it's those transformational moments from like one one step to the other right um from glory to glory, 
even when it doesn't look like that in <laughs> yeah. our eyes, yeah. in our in our in our fleshy eyes, right. but through the spiritual realm, whatever God was working, you know, in in those three years, yeah, just amplified your faith. Hearing your story brings like emotion to me and just this like <laughs> profound honest for even the state of gratitude right the gratitude to be able to eat food yeah when you when you felt that and 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 that you still had this feeling of like it's not enough but not Mm -hmm. because god wasn't enough it just you maybe you had already heard clearly like there will be fullness to to your healing yeah um but still just the hardship while you're going through that and the anger it's like god can handle all of that yeah Totally. And, and can grow our faith, yeah. Absolutely. I don't know if my husband was able to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but he he's such a champ. And, you know, sometimes when you go through, especially in partnership and, and in marriage, when you go through something, because believe me, like I gave him the opportunity to leave. When we got back home, I was hospitalized. When we got back home from the hospital, I said, you didn't sign up for this. You can leave. And he did not Hmm. you know I could get emotional talking about it because he had every opportunity to say it's too much I'm out and he stood and he like like the man of God that he is and said I'm gonna fight beside you Hmm. and his his stance allowed me to be vulnerable it allowed me to feel empowered it allowed me the room to grow because I needed I needed that in that moment because I was vulnerable and I was so used to I could do it on my own and I'm yeah. good on my own yeah. I didn't realize how much I needed somebody to partner with me so sometimes in our faith we need to partner with people yeah. we need to partner and I'm not just saying in your marriage I'm saying even you know finding a friend in church maybe you're single you don't have anybody you need to find somebody to partner with that can stand next to you and say we got this and we're going to fight and we're going to pray and we're going to go through it whatever we have to go through we're going to do it together you know because God sends them out two by two yeah so you can't do anything by yourself yeah and I think that's also an important thing that I had to learn wow thank you so much um I'm I'm fighting the ability of not breaking down in tears like some of our audience member here live. <laughs> um yeah, thank you. Thank you so much You're for welcome. for the gift of of your story and your willingness to share it and I know that you the impact that God is just through your own family alone but the communities that you're reaching, people that you're helping thank and supporting. You. Um I think I needed this more than, than maybe anyone else listening out there. But um, so thankful to the Father who created you, who knew you, you, and has placed you exactly where you needed to be with the children that you needed to raise and um, the husband that you were meant to be with. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate you. appreciate you for giving me the opportunity to share a little bit with your listeners because, you know, sometimes we can feel alone and nobody's alone yeah we're never alone thank you yeah and that that was my biggest message from last week to this week it's how do we tap into that community that's going to actually help you grow the flourishment that god wants for you not the flourishment that we think we want yeah 
right? And 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 we need that support from one another. I I can see that you have it, you know, <laughs> from the people standing in this room, um, and it's something that you know transformed my life. Without it, I know I will. I ha- I knew how to live that life without it, and it's like trying to survive an airplane without oxygen and not putting on the oxygen mask. Yeah, thinking ah, I'm bigger than this. Mm. Wow, and that's yeah. a hard way to live life. Yeah. on the shortness of breath Man. so yeah thank you thank you bueno amiga i'll see you next time i told you it's about to get good <laughs> amiga that's a wrap for today i pray this episode has blessed you in some way brought you some clarity or inspired you to take your next step in faith and healing if this podcast has blessed you in any way I would love to hear about it. And the best way to thank me is by leaving me a review and a comment on Apple Podcasts. You can also screenshot this episode and post me and tag me at Amiga Arise. I would love to connect with you and be on this journey with you. You can also join my Facebook group and meet other women on the same journey. So until next time, I'll be praying with you, Amiga. Arise and shine daily. And may we pray, move, and grow together. God bless.